When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Weekend Warrior, every Saturday morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. On ESPN LA 710. Dedicated to you, the fan who works hard all week and slugs it out on the court. The field, the big box store, and the honey-do list all weekend long. And helping you cope as you come to the realization you're not 19 any longer. Here's board-certified orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Robert Clapper. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Here it is, the last hour with you. Live at ESPN. After 12 years and 600 shows, I've decided I've had enough. And I'm so grateful for the time that you've given me. You, the weekend warrior, allowing me into your home, into your car, into your life. Appreciating Clapper Vision. Combining the world of art, the world of sports, the world of surgery. I'm not disappearing. I'm just not going to be on this station and you'll check with the Facebook page, the Weekend Warrior Facebook page with Steve Paulette. You'll keep up to date in terms of where I go and what we do next. But I do want to share this last hour with all of you, you know, the callers, the Weekend Warriors, to find someone that you've never met before and to do something nice for them. That's what I've done for you these last 12 years. You need to not only... Talk the talk, but walk the walk. And God bless all of you for being so loyal. So I'm going to take your calls so you can tell me what your favorite story was and what the Weekend Warrior Show has meant to you. I really, really appreciate it. Let's go to Jorge in La Puente. La Puente. I think in Spanish, Jorge means the point, which means... No. It, what does La Puente means, mean? The bridge. The bridge. Oh, interesting. So I told you... My favorite word in Spanish is wife, which is esposa. But my other favorite word in Spanish is when the police arrest you and put handcuffs on you, it's called esposas. So whoever the guy is, because it's clearly a guy who invented the Spanish language, because a woman would not do that, made the same word for wife as handcuffs. Thank you very much. All right, Jorge. (laughs) Tell me about the Dr. Weekend Clapper. Warrior Show, what it's meant to you, and what your favorite story is. I have a huge smile on my face. God bless you. God bless you, Roots Doctor. You're Thank a humble you. man. Thank you. Thank I've you. Been to, I've been to your office twice. Why? To serve you subpoenas for records. Oh. Okay? And, and I've seen you in the hallway, so you probably despise me. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. Never. Listen, those are legal documents when you see a patient. And in order to get those documents, they need you to do a subpoena to get them. So good for you. It gives you a good, a good way. And look at you paying attention. And rather than just being someone picking up stuff, that you're paying attention. Who is the office? What's going? Look at how observant you are to your surroundings. This is how you should live your life, Jorge. Not just be a robot, but to actually... Enter each day with eyes wide open, no matter what you're doing for a living. I'll tell you a story. I took my daughter to Smart and Final 
standing on line. There's like 10 people in front of us. There's three cash registers. We're at one. In the cash register in the line next to me, I said to my daughter, look at this poor guy. What a lousy job he has. Everything is a computer barcode. All those people online, and all he does is take one tuna fish can or tomato soup can, and he just does it. He doesn't even have to think. He doesn't even have to add it up anymore. He just He's like a robot. I said, but Michelle, look at the guy at the other cash register. Look at, he has the same job, but every item, he looks at the customer and goes, I love mustard on my hot dog also. I always put ketchup on my friend. Every item that these people were buying, this guy with the same lousy job at the register with the computer barcode, he turned his job into connecting with every single customer for every item. I said, Michelle, when he goes home at the end of his day and his wife says, how was your day? He's going to say, I met some really great people today. The other guy's going to go home and want to shoot himself because he had the horrible day. Jorge, the fact that you can pay attention, that you've been in my office delivering, you know what? You're doing it the right way. God bless you, Jorge. And thanks so much for teaching me that La Puente means the bridge. All right, let's go to Howard in Encino. You're on with Dr. Clapper. Tell me your story with the Weekend Warrior and your favorite story. Well, Dr. Clapper, you uh, you and I have a lot in common, and we think alike in a lot of ways. And I love the way you bring up nuances and gray areas and things that are different. All those All those things that sometimes you overlook in life and are so very important in life. And uh, I can't thank you enough for every single weekend, for almost the entire time you've been on, to really examine my life and really learn from it. And right at the end here, you're talking about aging, and I'm 75, and it really resonates how you're thinking about it, just like everything else resonates to me about how you think. And I love, I love your show. I love you. You're tremendous. Thank you, My Howard. favorite story is when your mom was at her friend's uh, presentation of some sort, and um, I think you just graduated uh, from oh, college, yeah. and yeah. Cornell was it. And, um, All uh, right, I'll tell you that story. It was my mom. You she, didn't, yeah, you didn't know. What, she, she got what, leukemia. You know. She got leukemia, and... Uh, none of the medicine was working, so in a matter of months, she was going to pass away. And uh, I went to visit her. She wanted to go back to Florida, so I sent her back to Florida to be with her friends. And she was now in a hospice with this beautiful nurse from Haiti taking care of her. who was big and strong who could lift my mom, who was weighing as much as a potato chip at this point. And I knew I was going to be seeing her for the last time. So I sat at the bedside and, you know, said all the things I wanted to say. And then being the egomaniac that I am, and this poor nurse is sitting next to my mother taking care of her, is about to witness a crazy Jewish-New York interaction. I looked at my mother, who weighs maybe 30 pounds at this point, and I'm sitting at the bedside. And I said, so mom, what was the greatest moment in your life? She says, uh, you know, like as if you can answer that question. And Mr. Egomaniac wants her to say, oh, when you were born, Robbie, that was the greatest moment in my life. So I, I said to her, this poor nurse is minding her own business sitting there. 
My mother lifts her head with all the energy she has left. The cancer's like taking her life away, and she's going to pass away a week later. She lifts her head up, and she looks at the greatest moment in my life, Robbie. Cynthia Tutnauer's Ufruf. This is what she says to me. I go, so Cynthia Tutnauer lived down the street from me, who apparently I was too oblivious, had a crush on me. I didn't know. And an Ufruf is a, is a Jewish term for an engagement party. So at this point, I become completely irate, and I'm yelling at my mother, who's going to die in a week. Did you hear what I just asked you? I asked you, what's the greatest moment? Why do I care about Cynthia Tadow's over? And, I, and the nurse is going, what am I, what is he yelling about? Like he's, she's in the middle of a crazy family situation. And my mother, as only she could, she lifts her head up. She looks at me and goes, if you'll just shut up, I'll tell you why. And then she puts her head down. And I'm like huffing and puffing, there's like smoke coming. I just asked the greatest moment of my life. She tells me about some neighbor that I grew up with, her engagement party. And my mother says, it was 1983. Now I have to realize, all the mothers in this neighborhood, apparently, I, did, I was again oblivious, they were all competing with each other. It's like five different families that had kids. The mothers were competing with each other about whose kid could do what. This is what they did with their kids. I, I'm in the crosshairs of this. I have no idea. Competition. I didn't realize this. So my mother says it was 1983. The whole neighborhood was at the temple for the Ufruf. I said, okay, so, you know, and again, I'm Mr. Obnoxious. I'm sitting in my chair. What do I care? She says, Robbie, the whole neighborhood, the whole neighborhood was there for Cynthia Tanau's Ufruf. She said, and I got to stand up in front of the whole neighborhood and say, my son, Robbie, just graduated from Columbia University's medical school. She looks at me now. She, with all the energy she has left, she goes, Robbie, I stole their thunder. And I'm going, oh, that's my mother. That's my mother. That's why it was the greatest moment in her life because she won the competition of all those other mothers. So thanks for letting me remember that story that I told. God bless you, Howard. I appreciate you. You have no idea. And thanks for checking in. All right, let's go to Jay in Lake Forest, where, by the way, I've now learned after 12 years on ESPN that there is no lake and there is no forest in Lake Forest, but it's just like Toluca Lake. There's no lake in Toluca Lake. So... The same guy who made the signs that instead of easily saying 405 north or south, no, they write San Diego Freeway, and I don't want to go to San Diego, Bakersfield. Like, okay, I need a sign. I need a sign to tell me whether I'm going north or south. This sign guy who made Lake Forest the name Lake Forest, same guy, is putting a sign that says Bakersfield instead of saying north and saying it's the San Diego Freeway even though I'm not going to San Diego. This is what a New Yorker is trapped for 12 years on the radio trying to understand it. So, Jay, welcome to the show from Lake Forest. Uh, Dr. Robbie, big clap, kahuna, <laughs> surfer at first light. It is, thank you for putting me on. Uh, I, I absolutely love you. I, you know, I drove out to Ventura like a nut <laughs> to make sure that I could meet you twice and have donuts with your buddies. But you know what? What? Um... My father passed away last Sunday. Oh. He was he was living in Long Island, 
86 mm-hmm. years old. We were close. Wow. Boy, and I'm sorry. the only thing, the only, thank you, but the only thing that I could think of during the week was the way you describe your father and all the wonderful stories you've told about him. And, you know, I mean, when you, when you talk about surfing, my favorite surf story is when you caught this huge wave and like the largest wave that you've ever been on. And just the way you described the way the ocean moved and you could feel the power of the water, water lifting you up. Cause you know, I'm from Queens too, right. lifting you up and schlepping you onto the <laughs> shoreline. But now our Shabbat morning routines are fakak. That's right. That's a Yiddish term. It's not a curse word. Good job. Well, thanks for the kind words, Jay. And as they say, I'll see you in the water. W-A-T-A-H. God bless you. All right, let's go to Trevor in Camarillo. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hey, Dr. Clapper. Um, Thank you so much for everything all these 12 years. Um, I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you very much. What's your favorite story, Trevor? Um, I can't pick one, Doc. Um, I think everything that you've done and just being holistic and just over the past 12 years has taught me so much about being humble and respecting my family and being God-fearing. And um, I think, uh, you know, I'm I'm in the hardware business, so all the stories about your dad, you know, measure twice, cut once, kind of echoing what everyone else has said. Well, let me tell you something. I've had some great shows I, I was trying to think of all the fabulous guests, Dick Butkus, Isaiah Thomas, Gary Shandling, Dustin Hoffman, yes. William Shatner, Tony Danza, Jerry Lopez, Greg Knowles, Sean Thompson, Claire Cunney, Robin Trento, Keith Erickson. But I got to tell you, one of the greatest was Mark Spitz. And if you go on Twitter, yes. I pinned that interview. But related to the hardware store, I, I feel like, hey, I've been on ESPN. I can do whatever I want, right? So I tell Jared Abrams, the great producer, the Milwaukee Sawzall, Jared, changed my life because my father taught me what it was like to have an invention change someone's life. Jared, get the CEO of this $5 billion a year company. See if we can get him. Uh, He'll come on ESPN. (laughs) And God bless Jared Abrams. Okay, Dr. Clapper, whatever you say. Guess what? We got <laughs> Stephen Richmond, the CEO of Milwaukee Tools. And you know what he says to me as soon as he gets on the, 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 the radio? He says, Dr. Clapper, don't say anything right now. Let me do the talking. He says, I have a brother who's a banker in Los Angeles in Beverly Hills. I want you to know, Dr. I'm on a plane flying all over the world running this company. He says, but my brother is in Beverly Hills. And for five years, my brother has been telling me, Steve, you got to listen to this doctor on the radio on Saturdays on the week. Wait, he says, Dr. Clark, wait till I tell my brother that I'm on the show with you. It was hilarious. Here I have the guy who, make, yeah. who makes the Milwaukee Sawzall. He's the CEO. Now yep. is the guest. And let me tell you, since then, I have gotten such great Milwaukee tools from him which is just awesome. So thank you for working in the hardware store, Trevor, and thanks for making me remember the Milwaukee Sawzall. God bless you. I'll see you in the next project. We'll take a break. We'll pay some bills. I'm just loving it. At 8.15, we have a guest. We have to talk to Leslie. All right.
So I'll keep taking your call. Hang on the line. It's really, this is amazing. I did not know the show would end up being this way, but the hell with the sound bites. We're going to talk to Leslie Deland, a woman I surf with whose specialty is teaching kids how to swim. She's the reason this show today, the topic is about trust. Trust Brian Wilson, trusting his brother Carl Wilson to sing his song, God Only Knows. Brian Wilson, trusting Tony Asher to write a lyric. I may not always love you as the lead lyric in a love song that Paul McCartney says is the greatest love song ever written. Trust in art, in medicine, in surgery, in sports. We'll get into it with the great Leslie Deland. Coming up next, right here on the Weekend Warriors Show on 710 ESPN. Check this out. Weekend Warrior is on the air. From the epicenter of sports in the Southland. ESPN LA 710. With Dr. Robert Clapper, board-certified orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai Health Associates. This is Michael Thompson, and don't miss the Weekend Warrior Show with the great Dr. Robert Clapper, who fixed my hip Saturday mornings from 7 to 9 a.m. on 710 ESPN. Oh, Rebecca, here they are. Turn this one up. I leave you with one thing after 12 years musically. Let it be these guys. Oh, listen to Nathan. Listen to the bass. That's Nicholas Laporcio. This group is called Aya Terra. I-Y-A-T-E-R-R-A. I'm ready to go, gentlemen. And I'm giving thanks to all of you, the Weekend Warrior. I'm not disappearing. I'm just not going to be here. It's enough. Let's, let's talk to one of my favorite people that I get to spend time in the ocean with, the great Leslie Deland. Leslie, thanks so much for making time to be with us. Thank you so much for having me. So this is kind of a crazy show, Leslie, because this is the last show for 12 years. You're the 600th guest. That's amazing. So I don't mean to put all this pressure on you, but I can't thank you enough for joining us to teach us about the wonderful world of swimming and teaching swimming. So first, tell us a little bit about you, Leslie. Tell us where this happened. What do your parents do for a living? Where did you grow up and how did swimming enter your life? Well, I um, have been swimming longer than I have been walking. I learned to swim even before I learned to walk. And my uh, my parents were, my my dad was the head men's swimming coach at University of Southern California at USC mm. for 35 years. He was also a two-time Olympic coach. He coached the women in 1964 and the men's team in 1972. Wow. And, um, yeah, and he won nine NCAA titles and was second 11 times. So he was. Um, either first or second 20 out of his 35 years at USC. Wow. So, and my mom was a uh, was on the German national team, and they met at a swim meet. And um, I'm the third of three children. I grew up in Westlake Village, hmm. um, and I currently live in Thousand Oaks. 
I swam um, through all through my youth. Um, I was a national champion in 1986, wow. and um, I was number one in the world also that year in the 1500-meter freestyle. So, you know, um, one of the greatest guests I ever had, Leslie, was Mark Spitz on this show. And, hi. And, hi. So, my, yeah, my dad was the Olympic coach the year uh, 1972. Well, Mark Spitz revealed on this show why he did not shave his mustache. Do you know the reason he did not shave his mustache? I do not know the reason. Okay. Next time I'm in the ocean with you, I'm going to tell you that entire story. But it was one of the great moments of this show and my lifetime because I was a swimmer in high school wearing the Speedo trunks that he wore in those 72 Olympics because it was the same time I was in high school. So Mark Spitz was just unbelievable. But I got to tell you, when I ask, first of all, when I'm in the ocean and I watch from a distance, not too far of a distance, you paddling, yeah, you, you have arms like a motorboat. You, you ain't missing any waves. You are incredible, Leslie. But the reason I really am fascinated and having you as a guest is because of this combination of teaching and swimming. What an interesting combination. And then when I asked you, what's the hook? What's the thing you've learned after all these years? You said the key to teaching swimming is buoyancy. The swimmer needs to trust that the water will hold them up. I believe the world of sports, the world of art, the world of surgery are the same. These are my worlds of passion that I have. And so when you said trusting that the world, the water will hold you up, it made me think about this song, believe it or not. I want to get your insight. I may not always love you, but long as there are stars you believe this? This is a love song that Paul McCartney says is the greatest love song ever written. But it's written, the music by Brian Wilson, but Tony Asher, he didn't trust himself to write a love song. He only could write surf songs. So he has Tony Asher write the lyric of the song the greatest song that's going to talk about love is i may not always love you can you imagine but it's i just want you to hear this soundbite as well we held each other up to a certain standard this is tony said, asher no, yeah, we don't do that same old stuff you know another love song i love you because you know whatever so that's how how when i would come up with a line like i may not always love you you know Brian might have said at the time, what? <laughs> you know, but he would only have said it once. And if I said, don't worry about it, Brian, it's, that's a good line. He would have said, okay. And then he would listen to it a few times and said, yeah, I like it. This is Brian Wilson's response to that. I think, I may not always love you was the great line yeah, that he wrote. I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you, you never need to doubt it. I'll make you so sure about it. God only knows what I'd be without you. I'm surprised Brian didn't sing it himself, but he wanted Carl to have it. That's Al Jardine talking about another aspect of trust in that song. Brian Wilson trusting that his brother would do a better job, but trusting that the lyric would be okay. It sounds crazy, Leslie, but how do you get that young swimmer to get that trust that the water's going to hold him up? 
like Brian Wilson has to trust Tony Asher that, believe it or not, this is going to be a great lyric? Well, there, there are a couple things at play there. It really ends up depending on the age of the, of the child that you're teaching. If you're teaching a baby, the baby will naturally trust. The baby doesn't know to be scared, mm. doesn't know. No one's told the baby their whole life, stay away from the water, stay mm. away from the water, you could drown. The mm. baby will trust the water. Mm. And so the babies are actually easier. It's the older child, the wow. four- or five-year-old, who's been told to stay away from the pool and that the water's dangerous, which is the right thing to tell a child who's five. That child is scared, and that child is, is more difficult to teach how to trust. Mm. And so the best way to do that is, I mean, it depends on the kid, but is to is to assign the water the magical abilities that it has, that the water will hold you up. Hmm. And so one of the one of the, the things that we do is we'll take the child and we you know once they're a little bit comfortable and you you've developed a little bit of trust with the child that the, the child knows that you're gonna keep them safe and you're not gonna do anything until you tell them you're gonna do it. So that you've already developed a trust with the child before you do this. Hmm. And then we'll take the child, we call it an elevator, and in the vertical position, we'll pull in like maybe four feet of water, we'll take the child down to the bottom and then let go, hmm. and then the water will bring them back up. And it's, we, it's, it's magic, and we call it the, the magical elevator, and oh. that the water will take you up. And if you just allow the, if you just stop moving, and allow the water to do the work, and the water will do the work and take you back up. So we don't have the, the kid doesn't kick, kid doesn't do anything, just holds their breath. We take them down to the bottom. They touch the bottom with their toes. We let go, mm. and then the water will take you up. And then once they start believing in the magic of the water, mm. then the learning can start beginning. And then we'll you know then we'll teach the regular floating on their on their belly and on back and all of that but once they start to understand that the water will do the work for you and that you have to trust that in the water and you know with an older person we would say like an adult i would say you need to work with the water and not against the water you need to be one with the water you so, can't work against it leslie this is fascinating because i i'd love to know you know michelangelo painting god touching adam on the Sistine Chapel, that that moment that where the electricity happened, where life begins, you're holding physically the child, right? Who's afraid, and the, the can you actually feel the moment electrically through your fingers when the trust happens? You can, you you can. Um, wow! I don't know if this is. <laughs> I mean, I've been teaching swimming, you know, well over 20 years, and you can actually smell a, the fear when a kid is scared. Hmm. And as they begin to trust you as the instructor, that that kind of goes away. And um, and it's if you if you take them down and they start to kick and flail, then you know that they they're not there yet. And so it's, hmm. then you have to, you got to slow it down a little bit. And every, every child is different. And that's the thing with, with, with teaching and with, you know, in anything is that not, not everything works for everybody hmm. and everyone has to go at their own pace. Hmm. And once they're, once you're, you kind of, you can feel that they're not 
clinging to. They're allowing you. It's sort of a slow, like the first time we take them down, I'm still holding them, but I'm just loosening my grip a little bit. Hmm. And then, and then as we go, eventually I let go. And then it's, it's the enthusiasm and the recognition in their eyes. You can kind of see that. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's I came all the way up to the top and I didn't have to do anything. Before I let you go, tell us the name of the place where people get to have the blessing of having you teach their kid how to swim. What's the name of the place and how do they get a hold of it? Well, we're at um, Dalen Swim School in Thousand Oaks and um, we're on the web, Dalen Swim, D-A-L-A-N-D Swim.com. We also are teaching um, in Oxnard. Um, We're a big believer that everyone deserves um, the, the the magic of learning to swim, and um, we're we're there. We teach year round, and we're also opening a new location in Burbank. Um, that's called Lucille Cowell Swim School. So, yep, yeah. yeah. busy, come busy. Come on by. All right, I'm definitely going to come. Remember by. that swimming opens up a world of surfing, where I got to meet the awesome Dr. Clapper <laughs> in the in the lineup. <laughs> You're special, Leslie. Thanks so much for your time, and thanks so much for Thank being you. for being the recognition of being the very last guest on the Weekend Warriors show here on ESPN. Maybe there'll be other shows, but uh, this is it for ESPN here in Los Angeles. Thanks so much for doing this. I really All right. appreciate Happy it. Happy holidays, everybody. Okay, Leslie. Thanks so much. The great Leslie DeLand, one of the best swimming teachers you'll meet. She can really <laughs> – she's amazing. All right, Warriors, I'm going to just keep taking your calls. The lines are beyond lit up. It's the last show of the Weekend Warrior after 12 years on this station. 600 shows, 600 guests, art, sports, surgery. That's what we do. That's what we've done. Tell me what it's meant to you to have the Weekend Warrior show and what's your favorite story. I'll keep taking your calls. I see all of you on the line. Norm, Alfonso, Andy, Dale, Hector, Guillermo, Dan, Janet. Stay on the line. I'll get to you. Wow, what a day. God bless you all. We'll get back into the phone calls coming up next right here on the Weekend Warriors Show on 710 ESPN. Check this out. Weekend Warrior is on the air. From the epicenter of sports in the Southland. ESPN LA 710. With Dr. Robert Clapper, board-certified orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai Health Associates. Good morning. This is Michael Thompson. Get your weekend started off right listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper on 710 ESPN, the home of your L.A. Lakers. That's right. These are the good times. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. The lines are all lit up. Let's go to Norm. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hi, Dr. Clapper. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I've listened to you all for many years and uh, just experienced the the blessing, actually, of listening to you. So I want to thank you for that, for for all the time that you uh, uh, give to us uh, and uh, the information. And uh, I've... uh, Followed you. I visited your sculpture place down in Manhattan Beach, and oh, wow. your donut shop in Ventura, and <laughs> valued uh, and, 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 and and valued your your uh, medical advice. I've had I'm, I'm 86, wow. and I've had the problems with my back, and you got me going to Linda Huey for my 
water exercises. Oh. Uh, so now I'm on the I'm on the men there. I love so, it. Uh, God bless you, Norm. Yeah. Listen, on one show I get a call from a 30 year old Ryan, and in the same show, 86 year old named Norm from Pacific Palisades. How terrific is that? Talk about demographics. It's just awesome to talk to you, Norm. God bless you. <laughs> okay. Well, Henry, blessings to you, and God, God send and God speed. And thank in you. The future and uh, thank you, Norm. Uh, I'll so see you in the I'll see you in the water. Value so much. All right. That's okay. so kind of you. God bless you. All right. Let's go to Alfonso in North Hollywood. You're on with Doctor Clapper. Dr. Clapper, it's so good to talk to you. Thank you. You know, I, I have a lump in my throat because I feel like my friend is going away. Oh. You know, I listen to you most Saturdays as I drive from North Hollywood to Riverside because mm. we put on programs for kids where we teach them coding, we teach them robotics and electronics, stuff I didn't touch until I was a freshman in college at USC when I heard Leslie say, her dad taught 35 years at USC. Yep. It really warmed my heart because I love hearing about the Trojan family. Right, right. Well, that's great, yeah. Alfonso. Listen, I ain't going anywhere. I just won't be here. But thanks so much for being I a loyal you. listener. What's your favorite story? Well, let me tell you. well, I want to tell you, I called you a few months back because my mom, who was 86 years old, had a pop in her right knee. And then she couldn't move in excruciating pain. So I called you up and I said, Dr. Clapper, this is what happened to my mom. And you went over the MRI with me. So we saw her doctor. Her doctor wanted to give her a cortisone shot. And no. I told her, Mom, Dr. Clapper says no. <laughs> and she said, no. Dr. Clapper says no. I'm not getting a cortisone shot. And that, that, that doctor was pissed. But my mom wouldn't let him do it. So she did the exercise that you told her. And, man, she is moving about. Oh. Like She's doing great. Listen, that's the most beautiful story you could tell me right now, Alfonso, because I didn't meet you. I haven't met your mom. But look at that. I feel comfortable because if you read me the MRI, I know she doesn't have cancer, God forbid, hidden in her knee. I know exactly what's going on inside her. So that's why I could tell you over these radio waves what to do with your mom. And you know what's easy for me, Alfonso? What's easy for me is to treat your mom as if she was my mom. Medicine is easy. Everything's controversial. What antibiotic to give, what pill to take, what procedure to do. Hey, it's not controversial. What if this patient is your mother? Are you going to let them do this? Are you going to let them do that? No, if this was my mother, and I look at the residents and I'll say, well, then that's how you're supposed to treat this person because it is someone's mother. It is someone's sister. So guess what, Alfonso? You made my day. Thank you for listening, and you'll see me elsewhere. I'm just not going to be here. I'm not retiring. I'll still be around. And you tell your mom, thank you. Thank you for warming my heart today. I really appreciate it. God bless you. All right, let's go to Andy in Irvine. You're on with Dr. Clapper. You there, Andy? Hey, Doc. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Well, gosh, uh, God bless you, Dr. Clapper, and to the entire staff at ESPN for all these 12 years. It's from Max and Marcella since I first started listening. I uh, I, I got choked up earlier, and uh, luckily I've been on hold for an hour. So, um, <laughs> Doc, God bless you, brother. Uh, your you. father's basketball, the backboard story, surviving that storm, how he <laughs> compulsively built that backboard. And, yeah. 
you were standing there all embarrassed, and then it was the only thing left standing after <laughs> That's the storm. Right. That was the story where when my neighborhood, we were just old enough to start to discover basketball. I was like seven or eight years old, and I grew up in a house with my mother yelling at my father constantly, you don't know how to make a living. You're a terrible businessman. You're a because my father, if he told you he was going to redo your kitchen, as soon as he took down the old wall, if he saw termites in the two-by-four, he would do the right thing. He'd put a new two-by-four, but he didn't know what the word change order meant. So he would, it would be at his cost for labor, for materials. So every job was now in the red, and my mother would have to go to work as a nurse to pay to support the family. And my father... But he couldn't help himself. He only could do it the right way. And that's what I learned from him. So the kids in my neighborhood, I was kind of the leader of the gang, you can only imagine, with you know 20 of the eight-year-olds. We discovered basketball. Right, right. And I'll never forget, Lauren Curtis goes, hey, Robbie, there's the telephone pole in the middle of Point Breeze Place. We should put the basketball court here. We'll chip in. We'll get the court. Hey, your dad's a carpenter. He can put up the, back, the backboard. And going, uh-oh. We don't want my father to put up the backboard. We don't want that. Why not, Robbie? He's a carpenter. He has a ladder. He has a hammer. He can bang it up there. Like, you don't understand. My father's incapable of just slapping anything on. He's going to put shims in it. He's going to use that level. He's going to make. He's going to take two months to put the brackets up. It, it, he's not slapping it on there. And I'll never forget. I was outvoted. They said, Robbie. Your dad, Abraham Clapper, he's going to have to put it up. I went home and I said, I'm so embarrassed. Dad, the whole neighborhood, we bought the basketball backboard. We want you to do it. He says, okay, Robbie, we're going to have to get brackets. And we're gonna have I'm going, oh, God. And I was like so embarrassed. It, of course, took two months. And then 50 years later, Hurricane Sandy destroys Far Rockaway. They said in the newspaper, the, the bay, Jamaica Bay, met the ocean. Houses, entire neighborhoods were lost by Hurricane Sandy. And I had to give a talk at the Hospital for Special Surgery in New York where I trained. I flew back to give this talk after Hurricane Sandy. I rent a car and I said to myself, I got to go see what happened to my neighborhood. So I drive. And thankfully, my house that I grew up was still okay. But everything else was just beaten up. And as I'm driving, I didn't even think about it. I'm driving around the corner with the rent-a-car, and I look up, and there's the goddamn basketball court that my father built with the shims and the level and the brackets. Everything else got destroyed in Hurricane Sandy, but not Abraham Clapper's backport that he made uh, with the love uh, that he had it. for his son, Robbie, so that he could play basketball with his friends that was still standing after the hurricane. Thank you for letting me remember that story. That's unbelievable. God bless you, Andy. Have a great day, and I'll see you in the water. All right, let's go to Dale in Woodland Hills. What did the Weekend Warriors show mean to you, and what's your favorite story? Hi, Dr. Clapper. Can you hear me okay? I can. God bless you for calling. Okay, well, I'm a doctor of chiropractic, and I practiced for 12 years until I was in my early 40s. I wasn't making it in practice, and I took a job with a phone company, and sometimes I'd have to go to work on Saturday mornings, and I was listening to my favorite doctor on the radio on my drive-in. Mm -hmm. And you inspired me to somehow, some way, get back into practice as a doctor of chiropractic. 
And five years ago, I was able to take a position in North Hollywood, where I now practice wow. with a gentleman who was so busy, he needed someone with my age and experience. I'm 66 years young, and I love what I do. And mm. you inspired me oh. to go back into practice. Wow. And I just want to thank you for that inspiration. Listen, Dale, let me tell you something. It's almost part of the process to the biology department hates the chemistry department. The math department hates the computer science department. And we're all taught to have these turfs. So God forbid an orthopedic surgeon would say something nice about a chiropractor. Forget about it. Never going to happen. Guess what? My father had a bad back injured in World War II. And I have the fondest memories of him going to the chiropractor to help him and made him feel better. I still have no real understanding because of the training I have as an orthopedic surgeon, what exactly a chiropractor does. But I do know this. I ain't going to be like those other doctors ridiculing or dismissing it. I know firsthand the power that a good chiropractor can have, and you're never going to hear anything but praise from me. So God bless you, and thanks so much for the kind words. I appreciate it, Dale. No problem. All right. Let's go to uh, Hector in Chino Hills. You're on with Dr. Clapper. What is the Weekend Warrior Show meant to you? What's your favorite story? Hello. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. Uh, I've been listening to you, to you for a long time. Anyway, the one thing is not so much a story, but what you say at the end, go out and do something good for somebody, correct? Yes. Yes. Anyway, I was listening to your show. I got into my car, and I was going over to visit my wife. She was working at a at a facility. Anyway, I'm going by, and then I make a wrong turn. Long story short, I turn into a supermarket, and I, I'm, not, I'm upset because I did that. So I get out of my car, might as well buy something here. So I get out, I see a big commotion in the parking lot. And everybody's going around this one person who's laying on the sidewalk, and tra- he's not breathing. So I'm thinking to myself, CPR. So I just took the class, right? And so I started doing CPR, and I'm doing it for about 10 minutes. I can hear the ambulance coming on, you know, coming. And then as I'm doing it, I said, man, I'm getting tired. So I hear the siren. They come. They hook the guy up, and he was not breathing. He was unconscious, and he was going to die. So, but then afterwards, I'm in shock. I said, what just happened? You know, I'm just going to go visit my wife. Mm -hmm. And so what happened is I remember what you said. Go and do something good for somebody today. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I get in my car. And it's not. And I'm thinking, you know, it was it fate or would the God put me in a place like that or what? But I just want to thank you for for allowing me to do something good for somebody, because I remembered you thank when you, I did Hector. that. This guy was put on the gurney, taken to the hospital and he lived. You know? Listen, you had a big but, part of that, because even though his eyes may not have opened, the fact that you kept blood circulating by giving him CPR probably is the biggest reason He's still alive. You know what, Hector? Oh, yeah, he was unconscious. He was totally, wow. he was going out. You could tell. He's turning blue. That's you know? all I can be as a surgeon. I'm a vehicle for the powers up above. I get all the credit, but I know damn sure in my heart I'm just the vehicle. And so are you that day. That's an amazing story, Hector. And thanks so much for yeah, sharing. And I was just, and, and then I, I remembered you. He said, go out and do something good for somebody today. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm driving and I said, hey. What just happened, you know? Yep. I saved somebody's life, you God know? bless you. Thank but, you for the phone call, Hector. All right, we're going to take a break. That's an amazing story, Hector. We're going to take a break. Coming up next, I'm going to introduce you to a man I spend a lot of time with in the ocean. 
who is kind of a part-time producer of this show because of five years of giving me the greatest ideas of helping, thinking about the topic. You're going to meet him. He's my buddy, the great Ed Sayor. He's one of the callers coming up. Coming up next, right here on the Weekend Warrior Show on 710 ESPN. Check this out. Weekend Warrior is on the air. From the epicenter of sports in the Southland. ESPN LA 7710. Robert Clapper, board-certified orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai Health Associates. Hey, this is John Ireland, and I'm here with Michael Thompson. We're the Laker announcers. But every Saturday morning, we listen to the Weekend Warrior Show with the man, Michael, that changed your life, Dr. Robert Clapper. Made me feel like I was 18 years old again. Thank you, Dr. Robert Clapper. Get him, Doc. Get him. This is George Michael Amazing, and that soundbite from John Ireland and Michael Thompson is amazing. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Tyler. All right, we're in the last segment of the last show of the Weekend Warrior Show on 710 ESPN. Wow. I can't think of a better person to talk to than my good friend, my brother from another mother, the great Ed Sayor. Ed, thanks so much for checking in. Hey, Doc. How are you? I'm sad. I'm sad that it's over, but there'll be a new beginning someplace else. Well, I want you to know that the surf guys, our surf family, we're sad too because it's going to be a little more crowded on Saturdays now with you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're we're looking forward to having another day of coffee and donuts with you, but we really don't know if we can handle another day with you, and we're going to find that out. Listen, thank you for all you've done for the show, Ed. And do you have a favorite story? Do you have a favorite moment in memory? You know, you had me on the show one time, and uh, I didn't know what to do. That's probably, and that was in the early days when I first met you, you know, about five, six years ago. I just really appreciate that and and having you be part of uh, our store family and and just letting us all into your life. Um, you know, the story you just told about your, your father and the basketball hoop, yeah. that's one of my favorites. I'm mm-hmm. glad that brought up, because that brought along the, the little three-on-three tournament that we had. Yeah. You know, we just, I'm just looking forward to meeting with the same on Saturdays. Uh, we're also doing it as a favor for uh, uh, Dr. Mrs. Clapper, because we're going to keep you out of the house on all Saturdays. Right. <laughs> and so... Well, listen, yeah, I'm glad just, I'm glad I, everybody's getting to hear your voice on this, the last show. But, you know, Ed, I'll see you tomorrow, and we'll we'll talk more about it. But this show is, like, overwhelming. Of Every single line is lit up, and people are waiting on the line for the whole show. It's just awesome. And I, don't, I definitely yeah, I want to – so I will see you tomorrow, and thanks so much. I love you to death, and I, uh, I really can't, can't thank you enough for all you've done for the show. I do want to have – Following you, Ed Sayor, I want to talk to a woman weekend warrior because Gene Crawford, who's a big part of how I started this show, has always said, Dr. Clapper, those women, they ain't listening during the week. They're listening on Saturdays just to you. Those are your listeners. So I want to ask Janet and Murrieta, is that true? Is Gene Crawford right? Are you listening on Saturdays because of this show and not during the week? 
Yes, I am listening on Saturday. <laughs> He's right again, that great Gene Crawford. Well, what does the Weekend Warriors show mean to you, Janet, and what's your favorite story? My favorite story is when you talk about your dad and your mom and honoring people who are in nursing and teaching. Mm-hmm. And um, this has meant a lot to me. I'm, I'm blind, and during COVID was a big challenge. Mm. And um, I listen to you every morning in the last two and a half years. I, I, the only time I ever missed it is when you weren't there. Mm, wow. <laughs> And um, the respect that you have for people when they call in and the way that you combine things is just wonderful. Thank and the, even though I'd never talked to you before, the things that really helped me was two things. One, you said if you need a hip replacement or a knee replacement, make sure you get checked out and don't go too long because you could damage parts mm-hmm. and, and then the replacement wouldn't be successful Mm -hmm. and along that same line you talked about a lady who's allergic to metals and i'm allergic to some metals and Mm -hmm. a lot of different things and so i those two things would if i have to have a hip replacement will make it successful all right and the the other thing that you said is you were talking to someone who called in and she had mentioned that she had had a concussion but that wasn't her problem it was a byproduct and you said you know it takes a year to recover. And because I had had concussions on the, from the top of my head, I lost a lot of phone numbers, and I would mix up people's phone numbers, you know, mm-hmm. part from one and part from another one. And so when that started coming back, because I have a, over 100 phone numbers in my head that, that I can recall. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had that hope that it was, you know, thinking it was, fine in three months because the phone numbers were coming back. Well, this time it affected numbers a little bit, but it affected a lot of other stuff of my memory. And being 78, um, you know, I was starting to think, well, is this age or is this still the concussion? And mm. I just kept remembering what you said. Mm. Wow. I remember what you said. Well, and Janet, that, you've, made my, you've made my day. I can't think of a better person to be talking to on this, the last show, than someone like you. It's, uh, it's, it's awesome to recognize that, that, that through these invisible radio waves that you and I can be connected. It really is a magical experience, and I cherish it. And, and I got up after a, 10 hours in surgery yesterday to come here early in the morning every Saturday for 12 years is because I know people like you are listening on the other end. So... Thanks so much for making the time to, to listen and to check in today. I'll pop up right now. It's I'm done with ESPN here, but check out the Facebook page that Steve Paulette is doing, and you'll you'll know where I'm going to pop up again. And I'm not retiring, but really, you warm my heart with what you say. I really appreciate it, Janet. Let's take one. We may take a couple more. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, Let's go to Ron and Sherman Oaks. You're on with Dr. Clapper. Oh, Doc, I can't believe that I made it on. I just want to just want to thank you for these years. Um, you've helped me a couple times. You've just been an encouragement. Um, on my Yelp profile, I have a bookmark with all the recommended Dr. Clapper restaurants around <laughs> town to hit. 
And, um, you know, I just love the, the story that you told about your, um, uh, about your, uh, oh, I'm getting teary eyed right now about Aww. your grandma, um, and her recipes and <laughs> none of them on, none of them on cards. You know, I, I grew up with women, three Greek women, my mom, my grandma, my great grandma. She lived to be 102, wow. uh, three centuries, 1898 to 2001. And, um, wow. You know, she was the same way. I, I would I would sit there and watch her cook, and she's like, "You just this is this is the recipe. You need to <laughs> a big need to learn a what big I'm potato. I w- I wanted to learn how to make knishes for my grandmother. She says, "Okay, Robbie, this is great. I got my pencil, my paper. Let's go." She says, "Okay, first you need a big potato and then a little potato." I go, "Grandma, that that's not a recipe. Yeah, it's how many ounces, how many grams, how many cups." No, 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 no. First, you need a big potato and then a little potato. Okay, that's it. I tore up the paper. That was it with the recipe day with my grandmother. But yeah, because when you you do everything in life with your heart, passion, whether you're an orthopedic surgeon, whether you're on the radio, whether you're selling phone books, whatever you're doing, you better do it with passion because you only live once. I can't thank you enough, Ron, for being a loyal listener and for checking in with me today. God bless you, and you're very welcome. All right, to all the warriors that are still on the line, I leave you with volare, which means I'm singing and I'm flying, which is actually what I've been doing. Blessed to be with you and grateful to be with you for these last 12 years. I'll see you around the corner, trust me, and I'll see you at Cedar sinai and thanks to them again. Until then, volare. Volare.